Welcome to the Beacon Broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon Broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com beaconbaptist.com The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. We are making our way through a series of incarnation prophecies or Christmas prophecies, if you will, found in Matthew's account of the birth of Jesus Christ. Five of them altogether, one in chapter 1 and four in chapter 2. Some of them well-known, some of them not so well-known. In fact, the one we came to yesterday is rather obscure, but it's very intriguing and very helpful and is a part of God's Word, and we want to give it due consideration just as we have the others. The first one in chapter 1 is that well-known prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 14. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And that tells us about the mystery of Christ's birth. It is indeed a virgin birth. Jesus is indeed the Son of God, not the Son of Joseph or of any other human human man. And that's all told us in chapter 1 as the angel gave this word to Joseph. In chapter 2, we come to the prophecy about the location of Christ's birth, namely Bethlehem, a prophecy given by the prophet Micah in chapter 5 and verse 2 of his prophecy. And that came about because of the Magi from the east who came to Jerusalem and inquired of King Herod, where is he who was born king of the Jews? And that, of course, sent Herod into a tailspin as he is frantic to find out who this rival to his throne may be and where he may be. And he called his religious leaders together, I say his, called the religious leaders together, (coughs) asked them about the place of Christ's birth, and they said, well, yes, it's foretold in the prophet Micah, the place of the birth of the Messiah is Bethlehem, and they quoted Micah 5.2 to him, and so Herod gave this information to the Magi and told them that's where you can find him, and when you find him, come back and tell me where where you found him so that I may come and worship him. Ha, ha, ha. And they found him. God took them to the right spot, and they found Jesus, and they worshiped him, and they gave him their gifts, and they gave him the the honor and the adoration that is due the birth of a king, and then being warned by God not to go back to Herod, they went home another way, and an angel came to Joseph and said, get out of here. Herod's going to try to destroy the child. Get out of here. Get down to Egypt. And so that took Joseph and Mary and Jesus 
about 70 miles from Bethlehem down into the land of Egypt, the land where the children of Israel had been in bondage for many years and were rescued by God out of Egyptian bondage. Well, what about the prophecy? We'll look at it in a moment, but I welcome you to this Wednesday, December 28 edition of the Beacon Broadcast. We're glad that we were able to get together by means of radio and can open the Word of God together to Matthew chapter 2. And we can only do this by the financial support of radio listeners like you. Those who are helping us, thank you. Those who will consider it, thank you for your consideration. And perhaps you would like to make a year-end gift for the Beacon Broadcast. And if so, we would be very grateful for that consideration. Where's the prophecy? Now we read, when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there, until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night, and departed for Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. There is the prophecy. Out of Egypt I have called my son. Where is that found? Well, let me read a, a statement out of the prophecy of Hosea, chapter 11, verse 1. We read, When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt, I called my son. If you read that without any reference to the New Testament, you would presume, I think accurately, that this verse is simply reporting that God rescued Israel from Egypt. I loved him, and out of Egypt, I called my son. That's history. That does not appear to be a prophecy. It does not appear to be something about the coming Messiah in the future. There are other places that refer to Israel as God's son. I'm looking at Exodus 4.22. And here we read, Then you shall say to Pharaoh, thus says the Lord, Israel is my son, my firstborn. So he says this to Pharaoh when Israel is in Egypt and he is bringing about the plagues and all of the events that eventually will cause Pharaoh to let them go. And so this is how, out of Egypt, he calls his son, and Israel, I say, is called his son in Exodus 4.22. Moses says that to Pharaoh. And Israel is called his son in Hosea 11.1. When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. And so there it is, but we are a bit surprised, I think, to come to Matthew chapter 2 and verse 15 and find out this is a prophecy that was fulfilled, just like the prophecy of Isaiah concerning the virgin birth, just like the prophecy of Micah concerning the birthplace of Jesus in Bethlehem, and was there, verse 15 of Matthew 2, in Egypt until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, out of Egypt, I called my son. As I say, that doesn't look like a prophecy. That looks like a statement from history. 
It looks like Hosea was simply reporting what had happened hundreds of years before, when God had called Israel out of Egypt, and he did call Israel his son. But now we learn that this is also a prophecy concerning the life of Jesus after he is born. Sent to Egypt for protection from the evil designs of Herod, who killed, as we know, all of the children in the area of Bethlehem in order to try to destroy this one who had been born king of the Jews, not knowing that the one he sought to destroy had fled into Egypt. But at the proper time, the angel is going to say, it's time to go back. Herod is dead. And was there, we read again, verse 15, until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, out of Egypt I called my son. Herod's dead. It's time to come. Come on out of Egypt. Come on back to Israel. And thus, we have another fulfilled prophecy. God called Israel out of Egypt. We call that the Exodus. God loves Israel and calls Israel God's son. We read that in Exodus 4.22 and also in Hosea 11.1. God preserved and delivered Israel when they were in danger of being destroyed in the land of Egypt. And all of that becomes, therefore, a type of this event in the life of Jesus. Now, what is a type? Some have called it a non-verbal prediction. It's a type. It points to something in the future. And the Old Testament is filled with types. Sometimes they're called types and shadows. They are types. Let's take the sacrifices upon the altars, the animals that were slain in the Old Testament. What were they? Well, they were nonverbal predictions about the coming of the Messiah, the Lamb of God, who would die and shed his blood as a sacrifice for sin. These animal sacrifices were types. They were shadows. They, in a sense, were a prediction, but they didn't say this, the slaughtering of this bull is a prophecy about the death of Jesus Christ upon the cross. It was a nonverbal prediction, and in the same way, this calling Israel out of Egypt was a type, a nonverbal prediction about this event in the life of Jesus, that he would be called out of Egypt. Jesus the Messiah is God's son. Jesus the Messiah identifies fully with Israel. He is the, the, the true Israel of God. Jesus the Messiah is the true or ultimate Israel. And Israel and the Exodus are in themselves types of Christ. They point to Christ if you know what to look for. It's a lot easier for us with the New Testament information to look back in the Old Testament and say, oh, I can see how this is pointing to Christ. This is telling us something about Christ. And that's exactly what this statement in Matthew 2.15 is all about. Christ will accomplish the ultimate deliverance of people out of bondage, like Israel in the 
literal physical sense was in bondage. They were slaves in the land of Egypt, and God redeemed them out of Egypt. He brought them out and said, Out of Egypt I have called my son. But all of that was just a picture of the one who would come to truly deliver his people out of spiritual bondage, the bondage of sin, the bondage of spiritual death, the bondage of condemnation, and he would deliver them out of that. And so here it is, out of Israel, I will call my son. Out of Israel, I have called my son. Out of Israel, I mean, out of Egypt. Out of Egypt, I have called my son. Out of Egypt, I will call my son. Out of Egypt, I have called my son, the nation of Israel. Out of Egypt, I will call my son, the true Israel, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. And Jesus will accomplish the ultimate deliverance, spiritual deliverance from eternal damnation. And Jesus will succeed where men have failed. Israel, the nation, called out of Egypt, called together in the Sinai desert, met with God on the mountain, Mount Sinai, received the law from God and the promises from God and the covenant was made with God and they promised to obey him. And yet they failed, didn't they? They miserably failed in what they were called to do. But out of Egypt I shall call my true son, the one that Israel in the Old Testament was a picture of, I'll call my true son and he will accomplish deliverance and he will not fail. And thus thus it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. And then we have the third incarnation prophecy in the account of Matthew. Until tomorrow, good day. May God give you his eternal peace.